The Vegas Golden Knights are back on the ice tonight as the Winnipeg Jets invade the fortress. We preview tonight's playoff rematch ahead right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hi again, Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Find us wherever you get your podcast, and please subscribe to the YouTube channel that is Locked On Golden Knights. We are brought to you today by FanDuel, FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. So, Chris, uh, VGK, Winnipeg, they met once already this young season. The Golden Knights uh, winning that game 5-3 to three with the victory, bailed out by a Jack Eichel goal with 4.36 remaining. VGK also added a empty net goal with Nick Waugh. And uh, the Golden Knights have a 10-game point streak heading into tonight's game and quietly Winnipeg, the Jets have scored points in five straight. Uh, Golden Knights seem to have Winnipeg's number. We know that they eliminated the Jets in five games last season en route to the Cup title. And uh, as you mentioned yesterday, one of the topics to start off with, uh, tonight Nick Haig will be absent. Bruce Cassidy said that Haig has a lower body injury and will be out throughout the weekend, and so they'll be pairing up Ben Hutton in tonight's game. And uh, the one thing that Cassidy said, he said, you know, it really sucks to lose another defenseman. Yeah. I mean, you know, the injury bug is not going to leave the Golden Knights alone this year. The positive on the defensive side and the offensive side that we've learned so far is the depth. Um, ben Hutton is probably the best non-regular defenseman in, of the Golden Knights roster but he really is only going to draw in now if it's a left-handed stick that goes down because of how well Pahal and Korzak have developed. So now you're going to see, obviously, it's going to be a combination of Hutton. Not sure if it's going to be Korzak or Pahal tonight. I think it's going to be whoever Coach Cassidy feels has the better chemistry. I didn't look at the practice report to see uh, who they lined up with, but it doesn't really matter a whole lot. I mean, losing Hague matters. But as far as who Hutton's going to line up with, doesn't matter a whole lot. That line should be serviceable. Although it did look like in the last game Monday night against Montreal, Hague and Korzak, a lot of times they were playing a lot of defense. And what I mean is the puck was deep in their zone a lot and looked like they were struggling a little bit. Don't know if that was a result of Hague being a little bit banged up or just you know a game where Montreal just had the better of that pairing. So hopefully the Golden Knights can... Uh, survive if you will another game being uh down some key parts of the lineup i mean now we're now the golden knights are down one third of their defensive unit they're down their entire third defensive unit which arguably is one of the top third defensive units in the nhl so game number 11 here we go uh vgk worked on skill and pace a lot on tuesday wednesday was a day that uh, cassidy said was dedicated to special teams 
and a lot of power play work. He wants them to be more assertive. He said that they need to be crisper overall with their execution. And that's something that we've addressed on this show. And, of course, he says that they are too static on the power play, that they need more puck movement. Is that what you're seeing as well? Um, I think before any of that, and I'm sure it was worked on, but I think there's two issues that power play one had at least Monday against Montreal winning the faceoff. I mean, you get that low faceoff victory. It is such a momentum boost, right? Because if you lose that opening faceoff of the power play, puck gets cleared down 20, 25, 30 seconds goes by. You hope to get a clean entry. But the issue is the Golden Knights couldn't get a clean entry time after time. So to answer your question, I think it first starts with the entry and the face-offs. I mean, it's hard to start practicing face-offs midway through the season. It's not something you're going to – that's something you see happens at the end of the end of the practice and coach just puts a bunch of pucks in their jacket and just drop, 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 and they do their thing and they're done with it. But it starts with the entry for me, whether it's going to be a dump and chase type of situation, which they try not to these days. The, the, the good old days of dumping and chasing on the power play are kind of gone. If the team is dumping the puck and they're usually rimming it all the way uh, into the corner, so it actually goes to either a forward on the on the opposite side or all the way to the opposite points. So can they get crisper entries? That's where it all starts, and it starts with the players in the back, right? The, most teams, Golden, Golden Knights included, usually will skate the puck up to the blue line or the red line depending on – the pressure level of the other team's penalty kill, they drop the puck back. And then obviously it's someone like Stevenson or Stone um, or not Stone, I'm sorry, um, Eichel, Theodore coming through the neutral zone with speed. And they either carry it directly in and pump, pump the brakes at the blue line or they make a pass right inside the blue line. And then it becomes a timing entry where they try and get some movement going, and that's where everything starts. So before you talk about the movement, before you talk about the shot selection, before you talk about getting that puck to the bumper for a scoring chance, there has to be cleaner entries on the power play. Remember, after the first meeting, Rick Bonus had said at the time that his team played soft, and I expect a more physical game in yeah, this outing talk tonight. About that. Cassidy yeah. expected a heavy game, too. I remember putting that out there. Cassidy expected a heavy game, and... No, no. But tonight, I think it will happen. And Scott Arneal is uh, now the interim head coach because bonus is still out. Uh, his oh, wife had that right. stroke yeah. and it's pretty sad. And yeah. hopefully he's back pretty soon. Uh, Martinez said yesterday, Alex said that, uh, again, everything needs to be cleaner. They worked on that. Uh, Logan Thompson, will he be in net tonight? Remember, he stopped 36 shots, including the robbery of Cole Perfetti, which was, I thought, save of the season so far for the VGK. Um, he said, however, that wasn't his favorite game so far. He said it was the LA Kings game yesterday when I thought that this was his best outing against Winnipeg because he did make some spectacular saves, including the theft on Perfetti. I mean, I don't know. I think uh, I can see him definitely uh, appreciating the Kings game a little bit more. 40 saves is a special performance, and three saves in the shootout is fun as well. And he kind of did a little mic drop when he got the puck in uh, in his glove on that final shootout attempt. And, you know, it was, it was a little swagger there. Um, You know, I'm curious to see which goal he's going to line up tonight. I don't think it's a foregone conclu conclusion that it's going to be Thompson or Hill. Um, looking back at the pattern, right? So Philadelphia was Logan Thompson. And then Chicago was Aiden Hill. 
They've been flip-flopping back They've been flip-flopping, like, yes. Long story mm-hmm. short, uh, there is a back-to-back coming. And I don't think it honestly, like, there, it, it's not even 1A and 1B. It's 1A and, and 1A. I mean, that's how good they're both playing right now. I wouldn't be, well, Logan Thompson got the start against the Pacific Division rival last time, which was a big game. So just because of that, I think it's going to be Thompson tonight. I think they're going to roll out Aiden Hill against Colorado, but it wouldn't surprise me which way they go. Honestly, there is, it doesn't matter at this point. That's how well uh, they're both playing. And I'm really curious to see as the month progresses, there's going to be some wear and tear on the goalies. It's a tough month. You got uh, 14 games across 30 days, including a lot of uh, pockets of multiple games and, you know, you know, three games, four nights, that type of thing happening a lot and some road trips and stuff. So this is where you might see one of the goalies possibly differentiate themselves from the other. And if they do differentiate themselves, that's just a testament of how well they're playing. Because what we got, in Aiden is a 9-3 and Logan's a 9-2 save percentage. Maybe it's the other way around, but they're both phenomenal. Each goalie's only really given up one bad goal. Aiden Hill had the foobar. We talked about that already, or whatever you called it. And then um, Logan Thompson. There you go. Legaf, every um, time the VGK plays against Montreal, we need to have a Legaf. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, it's good for ratings, I guess. And then uh, you had Logan Thompson uh, have have one just flub off his blocker last uh, Monday against Philly, or last Tuesday, pardon me, against Philly. So these things happen, but. 22 goals given up, I believe. Only two goals that the goalies would want to have back. I mean, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, meanwhile, when you look at Winnipeg's goaltending, Connor Hellebuck, 23 saves against the Rangers in the overtime loss. Uh, 4-2-1, and 2.96, and save percentage of 8.98. And then Brother Brossois, 3.38, and an 8.73 save percentage so they're not doing very well there up in winnipeg uh scoring wise uh nikolai ehlers we'll look out for him tonight last three games he has had 18 shots on goal so an average of six per game and He's i know you like to jack bet... eichel school of, uh, <laughs> that's right you can bet the over on that Ooh, and then uh, that. pretty much balanced scoring uh mark shifley leading the team with eight points uh we're gonna see we're going to see a video tonight for Brossois. Oh, definitely. And why don't we throw in another extra one for Nate Schmidt for his return every time he comes back? It's yeah, let's see if Nate Schmidt even gets on the ice. He was a healthy scratch last time they played the Golden Knights in Winnipeg. Remember that? Yeah, I do. Now I do remember that. He exactly. was a healthy scratch, and he's the third highest defenseman on the roster. So that's never a good sign of relationship, if you will, between GM and coach when something like that happens. But I don't know. Maybe there's more to it than that. Um Thinking back to that game, right? I mean, Gold Knights kind of had that game in hand, and then I believe they gave up a two-goal advantage. And then obviously yeah, the third back. period, Eichel gets the power play goal. And, you know, so it's kind of the tale of the Golden Knights season so far. I mean, it, it's great. It's a great season. Like, I want to make sure we don't understate how amazing it is that the team started with 19 point, 19 of a possible 20 points. Amazing team gets their flowers for an amazing October. But the game against Winnipeg is a sign of what's been happening in a lot of the games. The Golden Knights are just having a hard time stringing together a 60-minute effort. And now that we got a few more games to evaluate, you can say, oh, well, there's all these injuries and stuff. Well, all teams do have injuries. And are the Golden Knights on the wrong side of the injury variance? Sure, of course they are, and they're grinding it out. 
but there were games when they were pretty close to healthy and those games they did seem to have you know more of a 60 minute effort i mean looking at the schedule as far as games where we can confidently say they played a strong 60 i would start with the game against the dallas stars uh, that was a great game by both sides and i think the san jose and anaheim games uh, early in the season and then really after that I can't look at any of the games. I mean, you had the two games against the Blackhawks. You had the, the game against the Jets we just talked about where they gave up a lead. Uh, they lose against the Blackhawks at home. Philly plays a good game. I think you give Philly more credit than maybe uh, taking credit away from the Golden Knights for that game. Kings was a pretty good game, but the Golden Knights started well in the first. And then just, I still go back to this. It is the dumbest thing in the world that any team in the NHL gets penalized when they challenge a goal like that is the like take the challenge out of the game and just everything is a is a review pay a couple extra people in toronto to watch more games so it goes fast just stop doing that but point being is that's when that game completely shifted when the golden lights gave up a goal had to kill a penalty and just regroup um the montreal game same deal great first period really good first period uh second and third periods not so much and Cassidy, I tried to ask Cassidy about it, and he didn't want to hear it. No, he did not want to hear it. Remember way back when, when this team used to be really solid in the second period, too. So maybe that's going to happen now. You know, I had a fun, I had a fun interaction with Cassidy back when he used to like me. Um, it was, I think, the second week of the season, and I, the, the question I posed to Cassidy was. It was a pretty packed, well, there was about eight people in the media room for after a practice. I said, all of us in the room, and I kind of pointed, said we all kind of took turns basically asking you why the team wasn't performing well in the second period. Fast forward to post-All-Star break last season, and the Golden Knights have had, they've been basically immaculate in the second period all the way through the playoffs. And, you know, for about the first week and a half of the new season was this, adjustments was it something on the coaching and then cassie laughed and said immaculate i'm gonna have to use that word in our you know in our in our group studies and film sessions and stuff like that so i got a kick out of that but yeah i mean the second period has been slow been a sliding a little bit but the first period has been good so at the end of the day we might just point to this moment right now as the highs and the lows of the season but this isn't a low that's the thing like We're talking negative about a team that has left all but one point on the table. That is what's so bizarre. And Cassidy talked about the standard of the team, you know, being somewhere around here. I mean, how does a team in its seventh year of existence have this type of expectations to the point where the coach, the captain, and the media is grumpy after a victory, after a nearly immaculate month? There it is again, second time, immaculate, word of the day. Coming up next, do the Golden Knights deserve compensation in the Evgeny Dodonov debacle from the Ottawa Senators? We discuss next right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Jack Eichel could score 50 goals. That's what I guess. That's what I'm thinking. I like 50 goals for Jackie Aces. VGK could hoist the Stanley Cup and repeat again. And you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. Fans can also play Daily Fantasy NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, College Football. Get it all on Sleeper. 
All you have to do is pick weather studs like McKinnon, who's already probably here on the mom's trip uh, with Colorado. Jack Hughes, Larkin, Debrinkin, Eichel, all those players. Uh, just guess if they will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and much, much more in a given game. To win 100 times your bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, VGK fans. You can win 100 times your money by playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL. You'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKDOWNNHL on Sleeper. Welcome back. Lockdown Golden, Golden Knights right here on this. Goldie, uh, Goldie's on your mind. Goldie, where's Goldie? Where is Goldie? Did you ever get to the bottom of this? I think Cassidy would have been it's more receptive. He would have been more receptive if you asked him that question. You know, what if that would have? What if that would have been the? I, I would have lost my credential. But what if that would have been the follow up after Cassidy? We had our our interesting exchange when. Just listen, saying, he okay, where's Goldie? He was grumpy. Come on, I should have. I should have. That's not listened. on you. That's not I'm on sorry. you. He was grumpy the entire. No, I mean, game. he was. I need just, to take some ownership. That's one of too. those. No, that's one of those situations where, as a quasi reporter, like I would do. Like, uh, I might not even ask a question there. I just knew he was going to fire back with something. He was not in a great mood, okay? And, no, no, I'm with you on that. But listen, accountability goes both ways. I listened back, and I don't think I framed it as well as I could have. I, I think Cassie still could have understood it a little bit better. But in the same breath, when I say after the first period, that can mean a few different things. Like, after the first period can mean the first period is over. Here's what the shots were. So maybe that's what the confusion was too. Had I said from the second period on, the Golden Knights were outshot 30 to 14, I think it would have made it a little bit better. So accountability goes both ways. Yes, he was grumpy. Fine. The whole team was grumpy. That's okay. I'm glad they're grumpy. I'm glad they're happy not being happy about a month like that. But it goes both ways. That's all I'm saying. All right. So locked on Golden Knights. Again, find us wherever you get your podcast and please subscribe. To the YouTube channel. I'm Make sure you're following me tonight. We'll see what happens tonight in the post game. <laughs> yeah, you better have some good questions there. I'm going to wear my helmet tonight just in read case the room. water bottle at me. Just read the room, Mr. Golick. Okay. I did read the room. Hear me out. Hear me out. So, Gary oh boy, Bettman and the NHL, I like that's what I'm starting everything with from now on. Hear me out. Gary Bettman and the NHL did not advise the Senators' new ownership group and Michael and Lauer. Of two league oh, investigations, according to the big doc, Frank Saravelli. Um, so you have the Shane Pinto's sports betting investigation, right? Yeah, the case of Evgeny Dodonov. Um, wouldn't you think that the new club owner should know that these investigations were happening before he purchased this team? So the NHL announcing yesterday that the Sens must forfeit one first-round pick in 2024, 2025, or 2026 for the role in not supplying the correct no-trade list in the Evgeny Daddio Dodonov trade and the Ducks deal that would be invalidated. So the biggest question here, and I think that I know where you're going to head on this one, does VGK deserve compensation, Chris, for this botched deal? 
Yeah, they don't deserve a first round pick or anything like that. That would be well, who just, gets that pick? Who does it just disappear? Come on, it, go, it goes into the NHL Players Assistance Fund. I don't know where it goes, but point being is <laughs> the Golden Knights were unable to complete a deal that would have helped the team in some regard, whether it simply opens up salary cap space for another deal, whether it allows and this is kind of kind of a sticky situation, right? I think we all kind of feel Riley Smith was close to coming back. I mean, why else are the Golden Knights trading a 20-goal score when they are on the chase of a playoff spots? Because they have someone to replace them with is probably the answer, right, guys? I mean, maybe I'm wrong on this. And that would have freed up, I think, enough money, and maybe they make another move, someone goes to the HL, whatever it may be, to get Riley Smith back into the lineup. But Riley Smith couldn't come back in the lineup, which now you have all these weird LTIR rules and stuff like that. So I, I, I don't know. That's the that's the strange thing here. So to answer your question, should the Golden Knights have had some amount of compensation because they were unable to complete a deal? I think so. Maybe you give them a fifth-round pick, you know. And taking out of his first-round pick and giving Vegas, like, their fifth-round pick, that's a little too much as well. But I don't know. It just seems a bit strange. But the interesting thing about this, and this is something else that Saravelli is putting up there, so the Senators' owner, the new ownership group, writes, there's an active investigation happening about a no-trade clause that was never supposedly filed, writes. Mm-hmm. How does the NHL... <laughs> not tell the new ownership group about this and then they Mm. penalize them for the same thing that they did like that's the one thing that just doesn't and this is something cerevelli talked about but why would you not tell this and listen are the senators is a new group not going to buy the team because they're not going to get a first round pick let's not get that crazy here folks but how do you like it's like accountability right i joked about my situation with cassidy you know it's accountability it goes both ways you're going to penalize the sends for unknowingly or knowingly withholding information from the Golden Knights. We don't know that at this point. Unknowingly is probably the terminology. Some intern probably forgot to send something over and, you know, it was someone's, it was someone's, a a low-level person's job who ultimately led to the GM taking the fall here, unfortunately. But you can't penalize the Senators for withholding information when the NHL withholds information from the Senators' new ownership group. Like, that's just, I don't understand that. And why, and how does this take 18 months? How does this take 18 months? I just, it's the NHL. Uh, like that's, and that's, I don't know. It's stupid. Even a little bit more comedy. So, and Lauer then finds out about this. I, maybe he was just surprised to find out about this just yesterday. Uh, and then he says, okay, so we lost a number one pick. Peter Dorian, I mean, Pierre Dorian, you're, you're out. Pierre Dorian, just, they just fire him. Yeah, I I mean, it was kind of crazy, right? It was a wild day and up there in Ottawa and watching the presser like the no, no F's given like he just teed off on him. Like, I know, (laughs) you know, that was just I mean, I like it. It sends the message and all that. And Ottawa's been a bit of a dumpster fire. I mean, you have the Shane Pinto situation. Is there more to that? Right. You know, how are these bets happening? Proxy bets, third party bets. Were they happening in the locker room? Or and that just swept other under people the involved? We'll never know. We'll oh, never yeah, the know. Shane Pinto thing. All of a sudden, that's like, old news. They're just so, yeah, but they're all, the NHL is so transparent. I just really like, you know, the way that they handle issues. Okay, that's it. We're not even going to speak about this again. It's done. Um, and then, obviously, going, going back to the GM's troubles, uh, 
Debrinket is in and out in one year. I mean, they didn't, I don't think they got the right return on their investment. We won't know for a couple of years with all the draft picks and stuff, but you just don't make that type of trade for that high end of a player and have them in your room for one year. Like that's just something that's kind of hard to understand as well. So Ottawa, a lot of great young talent. You got Stutzla, Josh Norris. Uh, they've developed like Gustafson, who traded, but still another player that they've developed really well. Uh, so many good players in their AHL organization. So it seems like things are going well and they're ready to take that next jump. And then all of a sudden, this has been, I mean, we're barely scratching the surface of November here. And this has been a dumpster fire of a year for them already. Yeah, the NHL just does not understand uh, public relations, truly. And speaking of public relations. Hey, they did better than the Raiders. They didn't wait till 9, 10, 15 at night to send the tweet out. It was 10, come on, man. It was 10.03. It was 10.03 p.m. Late, which was later than when the Golden Knights announced they moved on from uh, the old coach as well. Or the, uh, the not, who's the name? The, the co- Dallas Stars coach, when they announced like it's Sunday night at 9.58, a, PM that they had moved on. They wish them well in future endeavors. Right, and that was that's what the VGK statement was yesterday. Uh, good luck. Yeah, they just they just oh, said that... thank you for their due diligence. No comment. <laughs> no, yeah, comment. no, no. They said good luck in your future endeavors, uh, senators. No, they said yeah. Um, we appreciate the league's diligence in the matter, and we respect the decision, but we're not going to be commenting on this anymore. And so, oh, by the way, uh, yeah, as I mentioned. I can't wait for the coffee clutch tonight if there's any people talking about that. It's going to be fun at that team. I, I cannot wait. You know what's going to be great is covering the Raiders for me on Sunday. I am excited. I, I just think it's going to be so much. Going. Put on a it's, clown nose yeah, so you can fit in with everyone else over there. Put a, put a clown nose on, seriously. He'll fit right <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah. No, Halloween's over, bro. Um, oh, the Avalanche are here. They're coming in today. Oh, it's boy. the mom's trip. It's the mom's trip. So if you're looking for any of the moms there, probably we're at Red Rock, Penny Slots. Who brings the moms to Vegas? <laughs> Is this their way of keeping the avalanche like like at bay? Like they don't want them getting crazy? Or all the moms going to no. be out partying it up? Like, the moms the are going to be out partying. That's right. Where were you at 5 o'clock? Yeah, I mean, that, okay, good. Great. Is this a Vegas flu situation happening then? It could be fun. Could be funny. I'm sure there's going to be some great stories. Who brings them? To, who brings the moms well, the, the to mom's Vegas? Trip actually started last night, and they went to Colorado, and then now they're all coming to Las Vegas, and they're getting an early start. And Makar, after the game last night, said something about touring the Sphere, and then some shows. So good distractions, right? Vegas flu. Uh, let's go. Coming up next, we've got our locks of the night and predictions. Coming your way for tonight's game against Winnipeg. Yeah, that's a long time in Vegas for that whole Avalanche crew. And we'll get to our picks and predictions coming up next right here on Locked On Golden Knights. When you are drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish that you could do the same thing with your business team? If you are building a roster to win the league, you need Indeed. That's right. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours upon hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you could do it all on Indeed. Find top talent with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, Assessments, and Virtual Interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of the Indeed employers find the quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment that they sponsor a job. 
Indeed does the hard work for you, sponsor a job, and boom, Instant Match shows you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed will fit your job description. And it happens immediately after you post. And with Instant Match, you can start hiring very fast. So join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows that finding people with the right skills makes all the difference in the world when you are hiring a team of one. Indeed knows that you are doing everything for your company and you cannot afford to overspend on hiring. You just cannot. So go to Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Indeed.com slash LockedOn. That's Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. We are also brought to you today and always by FanDuel. And you can score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. You know, it's crazy. So the Raiders get rid of McDaniels. And I think there's more interest now in going to the game on Sunday. And the Boo Birds would have been out. And maybe that would have given the Giants some sort of an advantage here as a visiting team. In any event, right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get into the action than right now. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including point spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So please visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off this NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the National Football League. Welcome back. Locked on Golden Knights, Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first lesson each and every day. Coming up tomorrow already, it is WTF, What the Friday. And uh, we've got our locks of the night, our predictions for tonight's game against the peg. And we've got uh, Chris and little Chris standing by. Let's send it back to you guys over there. <laughs> I think we're up. <laughs> All right. I think um, we're on. <laughs> I don't know if the golden, I mean, the practices have been good. Everything we're hearing is good, but I don't feel that the Golden Knights have fixed everything just yet. They will. They definitely will as the season progresses. Uh, that said, we're still going to take four, a 4 3 victory for the Golden Knights. Going to go to the shootout. I think it's going to be a little closer game. 4 3 in the shootout. Mike Amadio, he's been playing so well, just gets buried because he hasn't been. Oh, I took yours. Um, yeah. He's just been buried because of special team circumstances right now. But he's in the right place, doing the right thing. So I like Amadio, and Cotter's got the touch right now. Cotter's got a good scorer's touch right now. So 4-3 shootout, Amadio, Cotter. Christopher, you're up, buddy. Um, Get in the frame there, closer, Chris. Closer, um, 4-3 Vegas. Carlson and Eichel. Carlson wow. and Eichel. And we'll have Allie's pick later. Yeah, and what's the total over under for points? Thanks, little Chris, for points for Carlson this month. One and a half? Is it one and the, a half? That's what it feels like right now. The way he's scoring points. I mean, it's awesome. <laughs> for the entire month, it'll be one and a half. I said. Oh, you stop it! Okay, I'm going to go with the peg. You made it so well long without saying anything. Now <laughs> the, here go the YouTube comments right there. They're going to take that 38 four seconds right there and uh, you know, blow nice. you up for that, Tony. Nice. I've got a five to four final. I think that 
it's going to be high scoring because it's Hellebuck, I think, that's going to go tonight. He gives up three goals per game. I think they, if they're, they're Hellebuck, both giving up a lot. It, yeah, but if it's Hellebuck, I think this Hella goes over. And I'm liking Winnipeg, and <laughs> I, I'm going to take Winnipeg to win. Fans will be delighted with that pick. I'm going to go Chandler Stevenson. Ooh. Chandler Stevenson, who had a quiet, what, eight points last month, and Michael Amadio. I'm gonna, those are my two picks for tonight's game. I, what I know about Allie, it, it'll be uh, it'll be Eichel and Marches, so that's her go-to. But as far <laughs> as the score, I'm going to guess she's going to say three, two nights, but we'll see as it gets closer. Um, tell her tell her about the stats there and tell her to bump the total. She over. does not care about the stats. I think this game goes flying over. It doesn't matter who's in that for Winnipeg. I think so. And they scored last time against VGK. Three yeah, goals. I mean, uh, will it go flying over? I don't know if it's going to go flying. I wonder if they're going to hang a seven ball on this one. I don't think they hang seven tonight. I think it's. No, I think they'll put six and a half out there. VGK total three and a half. Winnipeg total two and a half. They'll juice obviously that. So I take the I take the Winnipeg over right two sides. and a half. I would take them over two and a half tonight. All right, so let's see player goal prop. We can just ham it up for a second. Okay. Right, there's no VGK stat. Oh, Grand Salami. Grand Salami. Here we go. 75 and a half goals today, guys. 75 Over. and a half for the Grand Salami. Knights goal scores. Eichel's plus 165. March shows plus 160. Carlson's plus 285. Cotter plus 475. That's pretty crazy right what there. What about Amadio? Is Amadio on months. there? No, but shots on goal. Eichel, minus 110, three and a half. That's interesting because that's normally been minus 130 or minus 140. Eichel's shots total have been going down right now. Uh, they got Carlson at a at a shot and a half, but it's minus one seventy. No shots. You mean ones that are nothing on for Ehlers though. No yeah. shots that you are, are longer than save. Prop. I gotta Eight find Ehlers prop for that. I love games. that. Um, but lastly, the Golden Knights today is not on the board. There we go. They're only minus one fifty guys, and the over under is six. So really fast here. I know we're we're dragging total here, over but... total over. And a live dog. It's a live dog, yes, but I want to see what the in the last pub- five games. They'll get a point, maybe. <clears throat> the America, I know the public is all over Vegas. I, I just know it, but I want to prove it. Wow. 75% of the public is on Vegas, guys. Okay. I'm coming changing my on, pick. I'm changing my pick. Coming four, up three, on- four, three in the shootout Winnipeg Jets. All right. Tomorrow's show. Um, I'm sure that we'll have some investigative reporting tonight. Golic will find out where Goldie the Goldfish is. And then, of course, uh, we'll be recapping the game from tonight, tomorrow morning. And we also have WTF on the way. What the Friday. Line up all those comments. You folks. WTF. Are just- what the fish. Where's the fish? <laughs> WTF. Where's the fish? Where's Where's the stinking fish? We appreciate everyone for tuning in, especially the everydayers. Former man Chris Golick, Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. We appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you again tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Nights. The fish. I need-